Hello guys, welcome back to Board Draw. This is episode number 55 and today it's a big one. We are doing our 23-24 Premier League season table predictions. The Prem is back, baby. Off the hot off of a trophy win for the Gunners. It wasn't a trophy before this weekend apparently, but now it's an important it's a major trophy. We are very quickly looking forward to the season. Arsenal obviously off of that the back of that uh Brilliant penalty shootout display. A decent performance from both teams. Yeah. Man City looking a, a few weeks behind, I think. Yeah, I think Pep said that, didn't he? he? He came out in the media after. They were like, oh, so why have you lost three community shields in a row? And he was like, because we won three Premier Leagues in a row. And I was like, that is checkmate. I do rate it. So, But yeah, so today we are bringing you our predictions we did so good last year. Yeah, the predictions were they were horrific. Stinky. But I think everyone's was. There was a couple of no one's predicting Liverpool to have that stinker. No one's predicting Chelsea to have that stinker. No, no one's predicting, predicting Newcastle, all three, Brighton, all three promoted teams to stay up. So there's a lot of uh, unexpected drama last season, and it'll probably be the same again. But that's what makes it so good. That's what makes it that's so why, good. That's why we love the Barclays Premier League. Classic Barclays. Barclays. But let's start relegation zone. We haven't, I actually don't know who We haven't this. compared lists. Don't we try to keep it so we surprise each other. I have confessed on Twitter that I've backed Arsenal for the league. So that's a spoiler, but we'll leave that for later. Relegation zone. Should we start with rock bottom? Rock bottom. We've got... Uh, oh, wait, you got a different, uh, different, different one to me. Yeah, he's wow. appeared from, over to my From phone. the off. Okay, I've gone Sheffield United rock bottom. I've gone Luton Town. Rightio. I think... For me, yeah. Talk to me about for your me, looting anywhere in the bottom three. I basically just got paid for relegation. I think I like what they've done this mm. summer. I think they came into the they're going to come into the season with a team remarkably lower in standard than even their uh, promotion rivals. Yeah, totally but um, I like what they've done in terms of who they've signed, who they've recruited. I think the players they've recruited are clearly there for a longer term project than trying to survive in the Premier League. Mm. And then sort of their big signing this summer probably is Tahith Chong. Yeah. Never done it in the Premier League before. Yeah, we did say that kind of Luton are going about their time in the Prem very differently to the other newly promoted teams because they all want to kind of cement their t- time in the Prem and stay there. Whereas Luton, you can tell they're kind of building for a potential relegation I and think trying to dominate the championship. What's happened here is Luton have skipped like probably a decade ahead in their project because the playoffs, you look yeah. at look at the infrastructure there it's nowhere near a Premier League ready yeah yeah I everything don't think from everything from sort of like the training ground to the academy all the way up to even the stadium yeah it's not it wasn't there hmm. and the idea probably was to do it slower than they have but you're never going to say no to winning the playoffs and get promoted so they're probably a little bit ahead of what they're doing so they're having to adapt the plan and I think their plan is build a team where if we do go down, give yourself a fighting chance to stay up because I believe they can. I believe with Rob Edwards as a manager, they definitely could do it. I think he's a really good manager. Stick around for our manager ranking uh, video because that's coming very soon. But also, they, they, yeah, they've got they've got a good squad, so I think they'll be. I think they they'll, they'll they won't make it easy for anyone. Yeah, but for me, they're going to struggle. You've got Sheffield United, who I, do I actually have in my nineteenth place. So. Okay, so we both think they're going to get absolutely pepped. I think they might be giving, uh, not Barnsley, Derby a run for their money for lowest points ever. Because for me, the only thing they had going for them was a nice front line. And Sanderberg. And Sanderberg, but... Who's off to Burnley. 
Yeah, but the nice front line of Illuman and Die and Ollie McBurney, I like that. Ollie McBurney, he hasn't like killed it in the Prem, but he's been there in the Prem. He's 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 a he's like a different type of striker. Though. Yeah. He's like he's such a presence that. And Illuman and Die, you can tell he's Prem quality. So them going into the uh, into the Prem, the rest of the team are a bit eh about, but them two, yeah. I was thinking you might have a fighting chance. We to spoke lose about die, them quite. A, we did quite a decent video in our. Uh, Check out our previews. Our preview. We've covered every single bloody Premier League team, mate. A lot of work. But and, um, love yeah. Second, yeah, so we're talking about Sheffield United. and But we spoke about how last season, um, Tommy Doyle and James McAtee were pivotal to sort of their midfield play. And they haven't replaced those two players. They're over alone from Man City. They haven't replaced them. And we actually said that we think their squad is weaker now than it was on the last day of the championship. 100%. And I think that is pretty much the sole reason. Obviously, we're filming this just as the Prem's starting. Yeah. So the window's still going on for a couple more weeks. So they could... It's Monday 7th. They could splash that and die money. But for me, I don't think there's many people you can go out and get in the market. I know they're linked with Cole Palmer. But after the performance he put in in the Community Shield, I don't think I can't yeah, see Pep's not going to let him go. Is he? So, yeah, I don't know. For me, Sheffield United don't have enough quality in their team to survive. Yeah, and I to be honest, the bottom three for me was kind of uh, so you had Sheffield United at nineteenth. My nineteenth place is a Premier League stalwart for the last few years, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah, see, I I see exactly uh, entirely where you're coming from here. You see through me. I see entirely where you're coming from, and I think Wolves will be a favourite for a lot of people to go down this summer. Um, they didn't get any goals last season, and the guy that got them some goals and used to get them lots of goals, they've sold, haven't replaced him. They got Mateus Cunha, who we talked about in the Wolves preview. 50 million. 50 million for someone that hasn't done it in the Prem before. 17 appearances last season, I think he got two goal contributions. Mate, you could go to Newcastle and see if you could buy Callum Wilson for like 40 million, and that's a Premier League professional Mate, you could have gone Leicester it. and got Ian Asher for like 20 Jamie Vardy even though he's a bit past it I, oh, I, yeah. I would have picked Jamie Vardy over Mateus Cunha yeah for like 10 mil so I don't know for me Patson Dakar Wolves lack a lot of Premier League quality and I think their race is run I like Lopetegui as a manager but if think... the news to go by is that he's quite unhappy in his position I think a combination Ooh. of poor recruitment and just not really feeling it. If they lose Lopetegui, they're fucked in the nicest way possible. Ooh. Yeah, I um, I like... and I see what you're saying there. I actually didn't uh, know about this Lopetegui being too unhappy. I'm ITK, mate. But uh, for me, he was the reason they're not in the relegation zone in my... Um, and I think I think Wolves have enough money to sort of like splash about. Yeah, to, they always seem like, to have cash, didn't they? I feel like you could get... To, you're going to get to like summer... Uh, sorry, to use, like January. And if they're really struggling, they'll pull like 60 million out of their pocket and get someone else. Well, like, yeah, they got Ruben Neves for 40 mil they sold him for. Yeah. Um, Nathan Collins they sold for like another 30 ish mil. Yeah. So they have money there. A 50 mil of it spent on Cunha, which was a bit silly. But there is money there. But for me, what I saw last season, coupled with a pretty poor transfer window, I think this could be it. For I Wolves. also think they've got like a, like maybe a top 10 Premier League goalkeeper. It's probably not saying a lot, mm. but I think Jose Sarr is really good, and I think he could be the difference in a relegation battle. They didn't they didn't ship a lot of goals last season. It, the, all the issue was at the top end of the pitch. I don't know. It's a new new look defense, though. It is a new look defense. They're going to the four, but we saw it under Lopetegui at the end of the season. They still weren't really shipping goals, mm. but it, like you say, it was the forward 
like line which was causing them issues and their lack of ability to put it into the back of the net. I'm not feeling it, Wolves, I'm afraid. And for me, to round off my relegation teams, I was torn. I've got Luton at 18th, but I was very close to giving them survival. I was going to give them 17th and the team I had in 17th to go down. But last minute, I bottled it and I gave Luton relegation at 18th place. I think my 18th place is going to be a little bit controversial. I think a lot of people are going to have them a fair bit higher this um, season than they would have had them last season. My 18th place is Nottingham Forest. Stevie Coops hasn't got the magic. Yes, I think that Forest have a pretty decent team, but I wonder how well it will work this season. I I feel, I feel like last season they had issues, but they sort of got away with it a little bit. Like Alwini sort of found a bit of form towards the end of the season. I don't know whether he's going to actually be able to continue that throughout the season on a consistent basis. I think he's a good player. I think he's a good player as well, but I don't know whether this formation works for him, this sort of like weird 3-4-3. Three, three. Um, I don't think they know their best formation. Mm. They like having Morgan Gibbs-White and um, Brennan Johnson in the same team. But you'll have to shift Morgan Gibbs-White out to the left and to incorporate. But I think he might be better through the middle. I think there's a lot of talent in that team, but I don't think... I think it's maybe too big a problem for Stevie Cooper to understand. And I think the inflation of players, I think just the pure amount of bodies they have in that squad is going to cause a little bit of issues. They, they're looking at Matt Turner as sort of there to be their number one, I think. I think it's a good signing. But I don't. I think he's like a bottom half Premier League goalkeeper. I don't think they're he's... a bottom half team though. Yeah, but I think the difference between relegation, like hit them or like whoever I got in like seventeenth, eight, sixteenth, uh, fifteenth, mm. could be their keepers. Interesting. But yeah, I I feel like they're lacking something for me. That je ne sais quoi. Lacking a little bit. I of... just I, these vibes, and I I wish for us the best, but you're not feeling it. Okay. I think Skivy could be out by by December. So your three teams for relegation are. Nottingham Forest, Luton, and Sheffield United. Yeah, Luton bottom, Sheffield United 19th, and Forest 18th. Mine are Sheffield United, Wolves, and Luton. Who have you got in 17th place? My 17th place is Wolverhampton Wanderers. Damn! Right, we just covered them. We Literally, think... everyone I was saying about Jose Saar, I think he might be... So you just like... <laughs> yeah, no, I think he might be the difference between them. Okay. I, I'd see... I'd, I'd... 100% agree with you on the front that they lack it. They're lacking goals and they haven't really done anything to some to rectify it. If anything, they've lost goals. I think Ralph Jimenez will get you more goals than Mateus Cunha. I totally agree. Um, but yeah, I think there's enough quality in that team. I think Lopetegui is the best manager by far out of the three below him in my table. Mm. Um, and I think Wolves, like I said, will, if they are in trouble, have the nows to go out and they'll probably be able to find someone in that Portuguese market they love so much. My team that I had just to avoid relegation, but as I was saying earlier, I had them as my seventeenth, uh, my 18th place relegation team. But I bottled it last minute. I've got West Ham in 17th place. I yeah. think West Ham fans, looking at your preseason, I think you've got peppered three times in a row. I think like 4-0. Um, lost your best player by a country mile. Um, your like star signing striker that you got last season is left in Skamaka. Um, They've done well to get a bit, decent bit of money back from though. David Moyes is having a bit of beef with the board. I think... It's a season of turmoil. It's looking a little bit ropey for West Ham. And they're Ham. fighting on two fronts. They're fighting on two fronts. They've got uh, a 100 depth. mil 
weight burning a hole in their pocket that they can't seem to spend. Like everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. So the price is getting run up. Um, Arsenal, like I said, have taken their best player and I think they haven't properly kind of planned for his exit. You see like they're linked to Zakaria, Polina, um, Edson Alvarez now, James Ward-Prowse. I don't think they had a proper target in mind. No. Like if Jabalina uh, was your first target and your proper target, spend... They should have got him for 60 mil. million. Yeah, 60, 70 mil of the Declan Rice money. Mate, just get that target. Don't... Oh, because they're running up the price, which they were going to do anyway, which is what you did to Arsenal. Don't get startled at the f- fact that people are asking for more money. Just spend that and get they your primary target. They should have done what Aston Villa done. Bloody hell. And preemptively purchased the players knowing this sale was going to come in. Yeah. Although it sort of forces their hand a little Declan bit. Declan Rice has made it obvious for ages but that he's leaving. if they said, look, 100 million, they, there would be no... And I think you would have seen... City probably would have been happy to pay 100 million. I think Liverpool now might be willing to pay 100 million the situation they're in. Mm. But for me, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. Uh, and West Ham, yeah, it, it could be a long season for them. I haven't got them much higher in my table. Okay. But um, yeah, the fact that they're fighting on the European front as well, just a lack of depth. Like their strike force in Antonio and Danny Ings is one which is injury pr- proven. Injury prone. They get goals, but sporadically. Neither of them had had, had like a really good goal scoring season no. since and for years. Same with Ben Rama and Bowen, who last year had pretty average. I think seasons. Bowen can maybe recoup the. I, he's the only player I can look at that team and think, yeah, him, maybe Lucas Paqueta. Yeah. I think they've got. A, they don't know who their best goalkeeper is. Yeah, for it, me, it, West Ham could stink a little bit. I think you're holding on to Suchek. He's an issue. And I've seen a lot of fans turn on him, so. And yeah, it could be a season of unrest for West Ham. Who have I got in what? What sixteenth now? Sixteenth. I have new boys. The the third of my promoted teams boys is uh, Vincent Company's Burnley. Interesting. So yeah, for me, I think that's a, I think it's a solid finish. I think anything but relegation for a promoted team is solid. Yeah, let me add to that. I've got them fifteenth. So just one above sixteenth. But yeah, so we both think they'll Burnley will. Clear relegation and by a not by a lot, but like a couple of places, yeah. And have like a pretty decent first season back in the Prem. I like their their signing of James Trafford, I think that's a really good signing. Mm-hmm. I think he was an excellent goalkeeper at the under 21s Euros, and I think they've got a history of sort of like good goalkeepers anyway. Burnley, yeah, and I had to pick them. Um, their team was far too good for the championship last season, and a credit where credit's due. Visit company. I wasn't. I was a little bit suspicious of him coming in. I didn't think he was going to work out maybe as well as he did. Mm. But he played brilliant football from beginning to end. Um, and yeah, he seems to have a lot of talent as a manager. Whether he can step it up to that next level, only time will tell. But I think Burnley have got themselves a difficult question to answer. Are they going to try and continue to play the football that they played in the Championship and bring that into the Premier League, or are they going to? go to a more pragmatic style, realising that they probably don't have the quality throughout to compete just quite yet at this level. It would be exciting because their first game back in the Prem is against the master Pep Guardiola. Yeah, that's so it. So that'll be a quite a good barometer on how Burnley are going to adapt to the Prem. But yeah, I think that their quality in their team is... that we'll sort of, Yeah, and I think they'll do all right. And yeah, okay. Burnley in, uh, what was that, 16th? 16th for you, 15th for me. I'll tell you my 16th. Everton. I think, for me, they haven't done enough. They had like a big relegation battle. They've had a couple of quite tumultuous seasons where 
they're flirting with places that they thought they're well above. They thought they were. They were looking. They were looking at. European. They were looking at Champions League when they should have been looking at relegation. And the past couple of seasons, they've been stinking it up. A combination of poor management, poor recruitment, poor ownership. I think they're just in a bit of a sticky situation. And bringing in Shaw Deitch when they did was perfect. He got them like defensively sound. Brought in a couple of Premier League experienced heads like Conor Cody, Tarkovsky, and got them settled. But I think towards the end of last season, so he came in immediately. Settled the ship, did quite well, got a result against Arsenal, thinking they beat us one nil, and everyone was like, "This is this is the guy. He's gonna bring them safety, blah blah." And he did. But towards the end of the season, they were getting found out again that they didn't really have too much beyond just lumping it up to Calvert Lewin. And I think, from what I've seen in their summer recruitment, hasn't really changed that at all. I think they're still pretty stagnant group of players that. We'll do all right. They'll avoid relegation, like I said, but won't do too much in the way of like pushing towards mid-table. So I've got them at 16th place and then obviously above that, Burnley. Yeah, my 15th place, I've got um, West Ham, who we've just spoken about. Stinkers. And then in my 14th place, I've got Everton. Damn, look at us go. It's it, is, it, it, is, it is the issue when we do something like this is that you're going to have sort of similar placements for similar teams. That, that's what... You know, that's the general when consensus, got isn't it? Quality ball knowledge that you're gonna have to overlap. At some I will points. I will continue we spoke about West Ham a fair bit, but I'm moving to Everton just to add to what you said. I agree with pretty much what you're saying, but I think that playstyle is gonna work for them. I think against teams we saw against Brighton last season, where Sean Dyche can happily say, Right, you have the ball, you play the better football, we're gonna be effective. And I think if you can, if you can keep Calvin, uh, Calvin uh, Lewin. Lewin fit for a whole season, you can easily get 15 goals out of him. Yeah. I think that's massive. I think um, they can hold him to Anana in the middle of the pitch. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, Dan uh, June is a good sign. Yeah, I think he's injured though. I think he might be injured for the first couple of game weeks. So. He was injured his entire time at Spurs, so that's not surprising. Yeah, I mean, they've still got Jordan Pickford, who I think is a fairly decent keeper for that for like that. That, part that, of the table yeah 100 yeah, um and yeah i i think there's quality in the squad i like the sort of back line with um tarkowski in there i think that's he's a very good defender for yeah. this level but we said this on the uh everton preview that they have gone from pairing him with conor cody mm. who's about his level to losing conor cody not replacing him losing yerry mina also mm-hmm. so now he's stuck with michael Keane, who we think is bit, just a yeah. bit tosh I don't so know whether they move like... Um, they should have upgraded and got a good centre-back. I think they, they're right, though. They've got Mason Holgate who can sort of fulfil that role. I think he's a better option than Michael Keane anyway. I think you need but then they an need experienced to... unit Premier League centre-back. Go get Harry Maguire. I know he's not going to be a sexy name that people are going to be gassed about. But he's, he's an upgrade on Michael Keane. He's an upgrade and... Doing what Sean Dyche wants him to do, Perfect. I think he'd excel. He, he won't, he's not asking anything of him. Mm. He's not asking him to make decisions. Where he's to like, step get up your fat head on every cross, and Harry Maguire fucking do that every day. But we can't, we can't underestimate as well how good tactically Sean Dyche is. Yeah, yeah. he's really underrated as a tactical coach because everyone thinks he just plays long ball or like this really defensive, pragmatic football. But he actually really, he's not about to bend in the V quite a lot. Mm. That's like his sort of thing. Uh, if you like, want to find out more about Sean Dyche's coach, he does a brilliant video on uh, Coach's Voice. His masterclass video is brilliant. Where he beats Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Like, and he he is 
so underrated in terms of a tactical manager. I think he's got more note now than anyone in a relegation battle. I think he can get the most out of anything. You're saying that Everton haven't bought in enough players. He's the man that gets enough out of every single player. He just squeezes them for every bit of juice, mate. He's spitting. He's he might spitting. He might even get Deli Ali firing again. Hold tight, that'd be good. That'd be nice to see. But yeah, I think Everton have got, I think they've got enough about him. I think You look at like Damari Gray, um, who's the Burnley boy? Dwight McNeil. Dwight McNeil. Uh, Calvert-Lewin, uh, Anana, Ducore, Iwobi. I think they can play football as well. Yeah, that whole group is too good to get relegated, which I think... I'd be worried about them. the back four, though. That's, Nathan yeah, Patterson yeah, thinks all right, yeah. but apart from that, I think they're struggling. Okay, let's move up towards the kind of middle end of mid-table. Um, 14th place, did you say yours? That was my Everton. Okay, I've got Crystal Palace. Yeah, I... I I see what you're saying. They're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't they? They always are. I think I'm uninspired by the fact that they gave Roy a year extension on his contract. Also, how do you not do that? Because he rectified the Patrick Vieira situation, got them playing quite good football. So I see why they did it. But for me, it's quite uninspiring. It's like how Bournemouth had Gary O'Neill, who steadied the ship, did okay. But they still took the leap and got rid of him and got in a progressive, exciting manager. Palace should be doing that. Palace... I mean, the uh, on a level or a bigger club than Bournemouth with bigger players, yeah. they should have once Roy Hodgson got them playing. They should have made the decision. Yes, love Roy, but he's not going to be the guy to take us forward in the next five years. It, I mean, the the, the, the issue is though, like you see teams like Brighton going and they got went and got Potter, they did so well. They went and got Deserbi, they did so well. Aston Villa went and got Unai Emery, did so well. That you try and replicate that and get it wrong. You're in such deep trouble, and Palace, who are, I don't know. and Palace, who are a very well like settled Premier League team now, mm. haven't really been involved in too many relegation battles too mm. late on into any season. Roy Hodgson's a bit of a safe bet. It's a season of unrest. They don't really know what's going on. They like, they they knew they were going to lose Wilfred Zaha. Problem is now they might lose Michael Olise. Mm. Might even lose Eberechi Eze before the end of the window. Maybe Roy Hodgson's the guy to sort of keep it calm. Yeah. And, if you but if you try, I I, I know what you're saying it's boring, and it's just like but that's maybe that's such why the short term mindset. Like, if you're a Premier League club, you can't be thinking short term unless you're like a massive club that is literally like, oh, we need trophies now. If you're a Premier League club whose kind of sole focus really for clubs like Palace is just consistently surviving and staying in the Prem, and to do that consistently for a long period of time, you've got to think long term. And yes, Roy Hodgson was good last season, will probably be okay again this season. But there's managers like Graham Potter on the market. Why are you not committing to that project? Why? Uh, uh, there's probably like deeper reason, like money or they don't like Graham Potter or whatever because <laughs> of the Brighton Crystal Palace beef. I don't know, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. For me, it's too short term. They need to commit to a longer term plan, which is why I like the Patrick Vieira appointment. The Vieira move seems so good at first, but then they went like, was it like five term. games without having a shot on target or something ridiculous? And fair enough, it went wrong. And then they and went he to might Roy not have been the right he, guy. He turned it around. You've got to, you've got to try it again. You can't be scared of the long term project just because it, it went wrong once. So you got Palace what fourteenth? I do indeed because they're boring. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I I I, I don't have Palace too far off. Um, but I'll move on to my 13th place team, which is one Fulham. Fulham. Um, for me... Okay, cool. Problems. Mitrovic. Yes. Problem. Yes. 
Um, Marco Silva, very good, very nice. Yeah, Turned like, down big money. Yeah, we like that. Turned down Marco that generational Silva. wealth. Yeah, we like that. Just to, um, you know, to stay at the Craven Cottage, which I, I respect as We're well. We're here for it, mate. And, um, yeah, no, I like it a lot. I think they've got a really decent squad. I think they've got a fantastic manager. Yep. And um, I think re-signing William for another year is good. I, I'm not... who Saudi are still after him, even though... I... This <laughs> sent my head. A contract a week ago. Yeah, how can you sign a new contract a week ago and Saudi still think, yeah, we'll have him? That's just... Someone needs to put them in their place a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's rude. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think they've got enough about them. I think Marco Silva is just a fantastic manager. I, I know he had like a difficult time at like Everton, Watford. He was good at Watford. But um, yeah, no, I think he's a fantastic manager. There's a reason that he's been so sought after for so many years. But yeah, I think, that, I think they'll be mid-table comfortably. I agree. I think they'll be fine. I think it, it might be a difficult season for them, Mitro on his way out. Mm. Um, but they've signed Raul Jimenez, who's Raul Jimenez. He's got a golden preseason, a couple of goals in preseason, I think. And for them. Carlos Vinicius, who kind of was in and out of the team whenever Mitro was suspended mm. last season. I actually quite like him. Yeah, and he's, he's had quite a good preseason. He's got so, good his, so I think if they lose Mitro, obviously neither of those two are going to compare. But it's not like they've gone from Mitro to literally no one. I think there's two. Premier League quality strikers. I think, and the, what you've got to remember as well, even when a team is has a player who's scoring like 18 to 20 goals a season, the team is still creating those chances. Mm. So even if you find someone who puts, you know, three quarters of those chances away, 25% less effective than Mitro, they're still getting 15 goals out of him a season. Agreed. Which is not bad. Now, I'll fly into the table. Right. And I think they've got goals throughout. So. Let me speed through my next couple. So 13th place, I've got Nottingham Forest. Who you had to get relegated. I think they'll push on from last season. So you think they'll kind of take a step back from last season. I think they'll push on from next season. I think they're going to be a bit more settled in their formation. I think Stevie Coops has kind of used last season to get in loads of players, figure out who he did and didn't like, figure out the formations he did and didn't like as a kind of test the water season. And he's kind of Kept the plays he did like. The plays he didn't like, either the loans have run out or the contracts have expired or they've sold them on. And he's got a bit more of a settled group now. Added a couple of cherry pick players. It's kind of like higher up the table where you don't need a squad rebuild. You're just kind of cherry picking where you want. Stevie Coops is kind of in like a lesser extent doing that in Alanga. He's seen, oh yeah, Brennan Johnson on one wing's perfect, but we need someone on the other wing. Alanga. Um, we have lost Kalor Navas. We're not going to splash out on a massive name, but we're going to have a couple of links, Dean Henderson or Matt Turner, get one of those done. And so I think they're moving quite shrewd in the market. And I think he's a good manager. I think there's a lot of decent players that will kick on in their second season in the Prem. So yeah, I've got them 13th. And then we were just talking about Fulham, who I have in 12th. Don't want to talk about it anymore. Nope. My number 12. Crystal Palace. They like to finish there or thereabouts. We spoke about them. 12th, 14th, what's the difference? Yeah, they are just that's sort of middle of the table pack. 12th forever. But yeah, I think Roy Hodgson is just a safe bet. I sort of agree with you. It is a little bit boring, but I think for them, they're worried that losing sort of their talismanic player in, in Wilfred Zaha is... They want, they want stability. And Roy Hodgson is actually quite underrated when it, to, it comes to getting youth players into the team. Yeah, He's not afraid of giving the youth um, the opportunity... Likes to sign young players. He loves young boys. Um, 
don't want to be a 75 year old that loves young boys. That's a little bit sus. No, but no, we actually like Roy Hodgson. <laughs> we do like Roy. Um, um, let's move on. Yeah. 11th, I've got probably my first massive surprise of the um, predictions. Who you were also having 11th. Come on. So we both think. The boys down by the sea. The cherries. Bournemouth are going to have an absolutely flying season. On so, the areola, they are going to take some necks. Iriola, touch my areola. That's what we're saying. We think Bournemouth are going to be flying this season. Shout out to all the Bournemouth fans that watched our Bournemouth preview. Go check it out if you haven't. We talk a bit more in depth in that video about how we think that Bournemouth are going to absolutely Bournemouth have run like, away with it. This in season. my opinion, they've leaped like clubs like Crystal Palace, like Wolves, like Everton, like Everton by being progressive. And they're being exciting. I don't know if it's with Michael B. Jordan coming into this and he's bringing sort of like a more mm, approach to it, but sexy approach. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it, and I think Iriola is going to be a great manager. I think yeah. he's going to be Deserby-esque in his impact influence on the league. It might go horribly wrong. It could go horribly wrong. And we've, we seen, we've seen it go horribly wrong it's before. It's going to be a promising season for Bournemouth. I love who they've signed. They've coupled a very progressive, exciting managerial appointment with a very progressive, exciting transfer window. 100%. And if it all goes swimmingly, like we said, there might be a chance it doesn't. But if it does, it could be a very exciting plan. Problem is, though, if they start the season and, it goes, and, and, it goes, yeah. and they lose a few games on the bounce, they might say... Where's Gary O'Neill? Yeah. But who knows? Go check out our Bournemouth transfer preview video because it is an absolute blinder. Should we uh, we take a little break before we move on to our top 10? Yeah, fuck it. Let's take, yeah, a, take a little, little break. break. Thank you guys for watching so far. Remember to um, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think of our relegation teams right now. And don't skip ahead, but comment yeah. who you think I'll be It's only going to get more controversial from here. Yeah, mate, it's going to get a little bit rogue. Stick around. And welcome back to the second half of Board Draw Does 23-24 Premier League predictions. We've already delivered you some pretty controversial ones, but I think it's about to get more controversial. It's about to get worse. Starting off in 10th place, we both actually have the same team. Unanimous. We've got Thomas Franks, Brentford, and I think it's a fairly, uh, maybe it's a bit positive for them, judging by the fact that Ivan Tony's been missing for the first portion of the season. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But for me, I think they've got just so much stability. There's not too much upheaval. They make one or two decent additions. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be there or thereabouts. I think there's just, you know, 11 worst teams in the league. Yeah, definitely. Steady Eddie team for me this season. Let's go upwards and onwards. I'll let you go for ninth first because my ninth, I know I'm going to get daggers and so many fans in the comments getting on my case. So I'll let you go first. I might be doing them a disservice with my ninth place pick, but I've got Aston Villa. And for me, I've seen, I'm just a little bit, little bit talking to the future. I've, I can't see a season happening where Liverpool, Chelsea and Tottenham all drop stinkers. So for me, that top echelon. It, yeah. So every team's getting pushed out a little bit. But Aston Villa, I think they're going to have another great season. I think it's going to be very tight out. Those like ninth, eighth, seventh, sixth, fifth base spots, I think, can be very, very tight. Um, yeah, and I think they're going to be good. I think uh, Emery's made some brilliant additions, some fantastic additions. Really excited to see how uh, that sort of plays out. I, I think, like their squad a lot, and I like I the additions they've Pau done. Pau Torres, yeah. Tielemans is really good. Who's the other Donny they signed as well? Uh, Diaby. Diaby, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he's nice going to be really window. good. Um, but yeah, I back Aston Villa. Um, they're playing in Europe, so I think squad depth is going to be an issue. And I think they had obviously they had such a fantastic run towards the end, like last season. They were like maybe the second best points per game behind Man City, I think. Yeah, 
Maybe so that. yeah, it was really really impressive, and I think yeah, it's, I'm, I'm just I just don't know how long it's going to keep it on for. Do you want to hit us with your ninth place? Yes, me sitting here in my Arsenal top, I've got Spurs in ninth place. Come at me. I think I like the Angie Postacoglu uh, appointment. I do. I think it's going back to basics. It's not hiring a manager that's a bit of a mercenary. I think it's a bit of a project manager. But I think this project needs time. I think he needs time. I think that squad has so many bang average players. And I don't think Postacoglu is like a a good enough manager to make these bang average players do well. I think he needs like a season to figure out who he likes and who he doesn't like. Another season to get in the plays he does like and plays out that he doesn't like. And then another season to get them playing. I think it's a long-term thing. One, I don't know if Spurs fans are going to have the patience for that. Two, don't know if he'll be given the time. So, I think that altogether, this season, I think is going to be a bit of a stinker. I think, and will they want to stick with I that? I think the problem is though, like, you say that, but they sat through Mourinho into Conte, which is two of the worst footballing like sides to watch. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it Unfortunately, it is. So maybe they might have a bit more patience with the likes of Postacoglu. Because I've seen a lot of people saying, like, even the results don't come straight away. If the football's good and you can see you can see something happening here, you do have to give it time. And I think they will give it more time than I think they're I think they're way more gracious with their managers than a lot of clubs. Yeah, no, I do agree. But I think what kept them holding on to the hope of um Conte and Mourinho was that they are trophy men. Um, Postacoglu doesn't have that track record. Like he's won trophies at Celtic and stuff, but oh, he's he not. He, yeah, exactly. I think I could go there and do the treble. But I think, I think they'll play exciting football. But I don't think he's anything special. And I think there's a lot of better managers and better squads in the Prem. And I think yeah, the, the eight teams I've got ahead of them all have a better squad and better manager. That's pretty mad, in my opinion. Come at me. Uh, Do you go with your eighth, eighth place? place, yeah. Oh, I've got the same as you. Well, there we go. We both got Brighton. Who do you reckon is a better manager, Deserby or Postacoglu? Uh, Deserby. Well, there you go. Who's got a better squad, Brighton or Spurs? Spurs. Yeah, I think that bit's probably tighter. But I, think, I, think... I think Spurs across the board. I think their mm-hmm. squad is massively underperformed. Um, Brighton don't know who their keeper's going to be at the start of the season. Probably maybe Steel. Probably still Steel. Um, I think defensively, Brighton, yeah, probably better. I think the only decent defender... Actually, I like Pedro Porro, I like uh, Udogi, and I like Cristiano Romero to an extent. Mm. I think you need to partner him with someone a bit more laid well, back. Well, they've got uh, Ricky van der Ven coming in. Yeah, I'm not... Um, midfield, I'd probably give it to... Probably Spurs now with Madison. And the forward line, if they keep Kane... Even without Kane, I think Son, Richarlison, Kulisevsky is a better lineup than Evan mm. Ferguson... Well, Beck Matoma. Yeah, well, it's a tight one. That's why I've got them next to each other. But in the that's why Deserby's the better manager for me because he. Uh, yeah, we think more with less. He'll so we think eighth, which is below where they finished this season, uh, last season, where I think they finished seventh or maybe sixth. I think it was seventh. And so we think, I obviously losing McAllister is a big loss, and probably Caicedo. Maybe Caicedo is kind of up in the air at the moment. But I think not getting Levi Colwell back. Not, that's probably bigger than the McAllister loss. Maybe not as big as if they lost Kaiseido. It's, it's a lot 
to lose, but the Zerbi doesn't seem phased by it. At all. And I assume Brighton's bored aren't at all either. No. Uh, for me, I think Evan Ferguson is going to play an even bigger role this season for them. Hmm. I think... I think Jao Pedro is going to be a very Jao Pedro is going to be a fantastic sign-in. Um, and yeah, I think I think they'll be fine. And I I just hope it just continues to be exciting, flamboyant, sexy football from one Roberto De Zerbi and... Uh, so who did you have ninth and eighth? I had Aston Villa yep. and Brighton. And I had Spurs in Brighton. In seventh, who do you have? I've gone for Champions League newcomers, Newcastle. Interesting. Okay, I've got them one place higher in sixth. So we both think they're not going to maintain this kind of Champions League um, vibe. I think it's going to be too difficult. I think it's. I think that the strains of competing in the Champions League and then trying to get top four is going to be too much. Mm. I don't think they've got the depth through it. I, I, I look at their midfield, yeah. I like their midfield a lot. I like Sandro Tonali and I like Bruno Grimmerich. And I like Joel Linton, mate. I don't know. if I, I think Joel Linton might... I think I really like Joel Linton. And then I look at their forward line. I'll kiss him. And I like Alexander Isak. Mm. I like Callum Wilson, but I don't see them playing together too much no. this year. Especially with the recruitment of Harvey Barnes. I think Anthony Gordon, they gave the number 10 shirt to. Yeah. He's going to be so I think that's in a lot. Set there. Miggy Almer has been blo- uh, playing a stormer in uh, preseason. Mm. I think he's got like five goals or something. Maybe. So yeah, I, d- I don't know. But for me, I just don't see the quality throughout the bench enough to be able to compete on two fronts. But yeah. I can see them doing well in either. Yeah, I but... think they'll have a deep run in a competition. But yeah. But I don't think it'll be the Prem. I think, yeah, St. James' Park is going to be rocking. It's a hard place to go, so that will always that. support them. But yeah, I think I think even a sixth place finish isn't even like the worst thing for them. No. European uh, football again. Yeah, European football again, and then you just continue you to build keep, and yeah, grow. Keep doing that. Yeah, I agree. So you add them in seventh, I add them in sixth. My seventh is Chelsea. That's five places they've climbed if they finish seventh. And obviously Chelsea fans, you know what they want. They want titles, they want trophies, they want... Champions League football but for me I think the job is bigger than Pochettino can turn it around in one season I think Pochettino is a good appointment and I think he will get them back to Champions League but I don't think he'll do it this season I, I think, think the, the job's too big the problem is though like they they've spent too much money to be bad yeah which is why I think they'll get I think 7th isn't bad the teams above are all really good. Even the, the couple of teams I've got below, like Brighton and Spurs. See, the thing is, though, like, good. I look at, I, I think maybe I put too much stock into the, how strenuous it is to compete in so many competitions. But Chelsea have literally just the Premier League to focus on this year. That's true. And that gives and they have time on the training. They now. have so much, such a big squad that they've got quality throughout. And we know the quality is there. We've seen the quality before. But when you're competing on one front, you want a small squad. When you're competing on multiple fronts, because how do you keep all those players happy? I've got him. I've got him. Check, mate. But nah, yeah. nah. I think I, I do think that this gonna. I think it'll be good this season. I, I think they'll be good. I think the, the recruitment's be smart. I don't season. think it is going to be anything to write home about. Well, it will be twelfth to seventh. That's good progress. And then give him another season. <laughs> yeah, seventh to third. What was it like? Fourth or like third to like twelfth? Yeah, but that's that's their fault. That's self-inflicted wounds. But yeah, I think he'll do well. But I just think the teams that are above them will do better. So who have you got in sixth place? In my sixth place, I have Tottenham Hotspur. And I kind of... I, I could have had Chelsea or Tottenham either way around. Mm. I think the premise is if Harry Kane stays, maybe sixth. 
if they lose Harry Kane, Mate, maybe relegation. seventh or Maybe seventh or eighth. I don't think it's going to be as big a deal if they lose him <laughs> no, as everyone thinks. I do agree. I think. But I think the addition of James Madison is going to give them something that they've been screaming out for in midfield. I'm excited to see him play. I just but... want them to bring it. I want to see. I, I know they've got uh, the Dutch Donny and uh, partner Romero. Van der Ven. But I, I, want to, I need to see it before I believe in it. And yeah. I also need to see this goalkeeper that they brought in. I heard he's a bit of a show rule goalkeeper. Because it could reek a little bit of... We are taking applications to clown school. But yeah, I'm excited to see him under Postacoglu. And I think maybe, if I look back on it, I might put Chelsea ahead of them. But I'm going to back him a little bit. If they keep Harry Kane, sixth place. Right. The very last non-Champions League European spot. I've got Chelsea. Okay, that's not exciting. But why do you think they're not going to... So you're getting on me for putting seventh. Fifth is pretty much seventh. If you're not getting Champions League, the the difference between fifth and seventh is Yeah, but I negligible. just said they're better than Newcastle. Negligible. I just said, who, who, you had Newcastle and Brighton ahead of them. Newcastle and Aston Village. <laughs> so yeah, my fifth place is Aston Villa. I fucking hate Aston Villa. I don't know why. I just don't like them. But I think the Emery appointment was a masterstroke. And I think he he cooked last season. And he's had a really good preseason coupled with very smart appointments. Moussa Diaby, that's clinical. Pau Torres, solid defender. Yuri Tielemans, slightly dipped for Leicester. What is this guy on? Uh, slightly dipped towards the end of his Leicester time, but I think he knew he just wanted to move on at that point. But I think he's a baller. We'll slot into that midfield, technically like one of the best to ever do it. Um, so yeah, I think Emery will have a nice little run. I know they've got Conference League, but I don't think that's anything to uh, stress about. I think their squad will... We saw West Ham win the Conference League with a pretty mediocre squad. This Aston Villa squad's leaps and bounds above that. So I reckon they'll probably stroll through the... And they've got a better manager. A man, a man who loves a bit of European competition. So yeah, well. they'll stroll through that competition, probably win it without even trying. And I reckon they get fifth spot in the league. That's who is gatekeeping that fourth Champions League spot? Man United. I, I can't I got Man United as well. Man United, I think... Get excited, we've got a special video. We're doing a manager ranking, but in that video, we kind of get. Don't, onto, you can't spoil it. You can't spoil get it. Get onto the topic of Eric Ten Hag. We won't talk about it too much, but I think fourth is as good as he'll do for Man United. I don't think he's good enough to get them challenging for the title. Um, I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight up top. I think it'll be. Well, I think they'll be closer to fifth than they are to third. I think. Second, third, and fourth would be like six points. Disagree. I don't know. I but think yeah, they're me, closer in I mean, quality this, this to Newcastle and Villa. We're going to have to come back on them and just, you know. I think up. they're closer in quality to Newcastle, Villa, and Chelsea, and probably even Brighton, than they are to the top three. The problem is, it's a lot of unknowns. It is a lot of unknowns. They've replaced, they, they've replaced their stalwart goalkeeper of a billion years. Uh, they've actually signed a striker, but is he really worth the price tag? But well, I think they're, I think they're going to do all right. And I think they're I think they're going to be. Um, I think they've actually got closer to Arsenal over the course of the transfer window. But time will I tell. Disagree. Time will tell. Um, 
So yeah, we both had Man United at fourth. Who have you got in third place? I don't even want to know because it's Arsenal. Is it? <laughs> I got Arsenal in third place. Why um, do you think we are finishing third? I just think Liverpool and Man City are better. No, I. To be honest, I just I have I just have too much faith in Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, who Liverpool are my second place. I'm just going for it now. So yeah, Arsenal with third for me. Yeah, you might as well do your top three. Best by Liverpool, and we don't need to talk about who's going to finish top because it's yeah. boring. But yeah, for me, I think I think Liverpool's recruitment in the midfield is fantastic. I really like. I think like and McAllister are going to be like revelations to this Liverpool team. I think we're going to see a new generation of Liverpool team. I think going forward, they probably have the most depth in attacking players of any team in the Premier League. Probably. I think if Trent and Robertson can like, regain any sort of form that we saw before, they'll be fine. I think they've got the best keeper in the league. They've got on their day one of the top defenders in the league in Van Dyke. Mm. I, th- I think he's now a tier below Saliba and uh, Ruben Diaz, Ruben Diaz John, Stones. John Stones. Um I agree. But I still think he's a phenomenal player. I think they've got depth. I think what they only need to do before the end of the season to secure this second place is get a DM. And it's a hard ask, but I think they might just pull the trigger and go for like, can I say I don't get 80 million? Bash. But yeah, for me, Arsenal, I like what they've done. I think they've I think they've lost a little bit though in losing someone like Granite Jacker. I worry about the left side of their defensive line. I'm not sold on Zinchenko or TNE. I thought Jurian Timber was fantastic in the community shield. But will he play left back every game then? I don't know. Um and we saw if Saliba gets injured, that defensive line is. I know you've got uh, Fior, but I don't really. I don't, uh, he's still on well, the. Now we have the option, though. We can. You can play Ben, ben White, White back in the middle uh, and uh, Timber. Timber. So right you have back. you have him. We got depth now. Yeah, you have more depth in that back line. But yeah, I'm just I'm just a bit worried, and I I feel like I've I don't know where your team is going to be like leggy. I feel like you gave so much last season. They're young. They've got unlimited No, legs. yeah, I know. But we saw Saka trail off towards the end of last season. And I just, I wonder if that's where the limitations of Mikel Arteta's experience so far comes into play. Because Saka should not have played as many minutes as he did last season. Mm. I do agree on that, yeah. So for me, I'm wondering if we're going to see sort of Mikel Arteta be tested more this season than he was. And I think the general, the general stand of the Premier League might be higher this season because we're not going to have that weird World Cup in the middle of the season. We're not going to see so many players get injured. We're not going to see so many players hold off from trying to be injured around the World Cup. It's going to be a much different atmosphere this time. And um, yeah, Liverpool have got less to fight for um, this season. They're not fighting in the Champions League. They've got Europa League there. But it's still not the Champions League. It's a different level of intensity. And I think they'd still try and win it. I think, yeah, I agree with you. But I don't think it's the same level as intensity. Like your matches aren't. I don't know. I think you're doing a disservice to Europa League. Okay, but yeah, for me, Liverpool will best Arsenal second place and Man City will finish top. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I've got Liverpool in third place. I think they will improve on last season. I think the transfers in the uh, summer window have been good. Like you said, I think they need a DM because they're missing a lot now losing Fabinho. I think they will get a DM, probably Lavia. But for me, you're putting a lot of stock in Lavia as well. He's young. And that's why they're not going to compete for the title for me. I think the recruitment, I think Sabozlai is good. Probably will take a bit of time to get used to the system. Same with McAllister. I think Gakpo will have a really good season and so will Darwin Nunez. I think Darwin Nunez is going to cook this season. But I think 
that midfield and that defensive line hasn't been reinforced enough. I think I would have got another right back to compete with Trent. I would have got someone to replace Henderson. I don't rate Henderson, but I think his ability to cover Trent when he tucks in is crucial and losing that is big. So losing Henderson and Fabinho, that midfield is a mess. The defensive area of that midfield is a mess. So I think that's why they won't compete. But for me, the squad is better than Man United and the manager is better than Man United. So they'll get third place. And then it's the top two. It's Arsenal and Manchester City. And I've got us to catch a fat dub and win the Premier League. I think, recruitment-wise, we've had the best window. I think Man City, this is before they got Gavardio. I would have said they got slightly worse overall. Losing Gundogan and Mares and replacing them with, at that point, just Kovacic is going down. Yes, they've got Gavardio in, but I don't think they needed him that much. I think he's a bit of a luxury signing. I think their defence was already probably the best defence in the league. Yeah, I think it just gives him so much like versatility and cover in that back line. Though. Yes, like, but for me, the midfield and losing Mares, they've lost two goal contribution monsters. Yeah, agreed. In Mares and Gundogan. And I think Kovacic is good, but he doesn't contribute goals or assists, really. He's a good technician in the midfield, ball, good ball carrier. But I don't think he's got an eye for goal like um, Gundogan. And obviously losing Mares, he's such a good off-the-bench player. So technically, like, God tier. And so to lose him is crazy. I think they've got worse. Obviously, there's time left. The window is still open. And we're putting this out before the season starts. I think they probably will get a winger. I think they'll probably get another centre mid. I think you're going to see Cole Palmer play a lot this season. I think he's outrageous. But I think overall... Oh, my beard just touched the little mic thing. That was interesting. Um, Yeah, I think overall Arsenal have got better. I think we were close to them last season. We trailed off. But I think that will spur my boys on. I think we've had a great window. I think Arteta is the man to do the job. And I think Arsenal will win the 23-24 Premier League season. Come at me. There it is, guys. That is your board's raw 23-24 Premier League season predictions. Let us know your thoughts. Come <laughs> at me. I know you're angry Let at me. us know. I know you're angry at me. There's been some opinions. Um, but yeah, let us know down below, guys, what you thought of our opinions. Let us know who you think are gonna, is going to win the uh, coveted Premier League title. Who's going to go down? Who's going to get relegated? Don't forget about that. That's uh, half the battle. Yeah. And yeah, who's going to be fighting for those Champions League and uh, European spots. Let Did us we know do your team a disservice? Let us know if you think we screwed your team over. Let us know down below. probably Spurs answer. Guys, thank you very much for watching. It's been bored. Remember to hit that like button. And if you're not subscribed, remember to hit it because we've got the content coming out the wazoo, bro. It's out the heavy, wazoo, bro. Heavy content. Come we've got on. some big videos coming up as we well. Do. So yeah, you want to stick around for it. So just hit that button. It means a lot to us. But thank you very much for watching, guys. It's been bored, draw, And it's live.